Welcome back to the Crushcast, everybody. You know that this is all about getting to know our people so we can be inspired by our people. Today, a discussion with Cynthia Bodison. With Equitable for more than a decade, she heads up our recruiting, but also last year took on a very important role, leading the Task Force for Racial Equity for Wealth Management. Cynthia, welcome. Thank you, Jim. Such a pleasure to be here and to have the opportunity to talk with you. Today is March 29th, so we're solidly 12, 12 and a half months into a COVID world. And I want to go back mm -hmm. to last year and reflect on both COVID and, of course, the events, George Floyd's murder and the aftermath, which brought racial equity to the forefront. And just looking at what your world was like and your life was like last year. A lot of change, I'm sure. What was that like for you? Gosh, a lot of change is is uh, an understatement, right? I, exactly one year ago today, we were finding out that um, everything was going to need to close. We were going to be confined to our homes. I think at that point in time, everybody thought, oh, maybe a couple of months, like nowhere near a year plus. Um, I happened to have had at the time, now five-year-old, but at the time, four-year-old twins who were being sent home from their preschool and were going to be home. Um, I was going to be home uh, to work. My, my husband, uh, what, who normally travels quite a bit for work, was going to be um, here at home as well. And uh, so family life, I would say, completely turned into something that became uh, in integrated into all the time of the day, not just some of the time of the day. And I think that coupled with an increasing demand at work uh, start started out, if I were going to be completely honest, uh, very much overwhelming. Uh, there is this myth that there is such thing as work-life balance. And at that moment in time, 12 months ago, I would say it, there was absolutely no balance in sight <laughs> and, um, and, and, and quite a, a feeling of, I, I've got to figure out what I'm gonna cut out. I've got to figure out how to make this work before it completely like just crashes on top of me. That's some serious juggling. So two four-year-olds at home that have a ton of energy and are expecting your attention and your pattern's different, your husband's pattern different. And then of course our work is different and then it escalates. So how did you handle it? What did, what worked for you? What did you figure out? Yeah, I, you know, at first, like I said, I, I, I really did just say, what, what am I going to, what am I going to cut out? And, and, and what am I going to really, um, take as an opportunity to dive to dive deeper. So obviously I got the pleasure of cutting out a commute. Great. So that gave me some time. I had the opportunity on, you know, it's kind of sad, but I was cutting out a lot of the time that I would have spent um, on the road, traveling for work, hanging out or seeing my friends or taking the time to go see family because I'm in the house. So, you know, I was, I was cutting out things and that felt good at first. But then I started to miss those things and it didn't feel so good. And I, and I remember having a moment um, in the summer 
it, we were a few months into this thing and I got into this rhythm of, of like sitting down and sitting outside watching my kids play and using that time to really just kind of think. And I had kind of an, a moment where I realized that I was in a position where I was feeling a lot of pressure, but there was what I would call privilege in that pressure, that the fact that I have pressure in my life is actually quite a blessing. I am pressured because my children, they need me. Wow, blessing. I'm pressured because my husband is here and he's got different needs as well. But hey, I get to spend all this time with someone that I love dearly. Blessing. At work, I'm being called in a million directions right now because the work I'm doing is valuable and I am being seen as someone who's critical to getting things done. Blessing. So yeah, I feel this pressure, but I don't want to be irrelevant. I don't want to not have my children want me around and want my attention. I don't want for my husband not to sp want to spend time with me for, for my peers at work, not to need my contributions for my leaders, not to see me as someone who has a valuable voice and opinion on decisions that really do impact our business and our positioning in society. So I, I think when I had the chance to just reflect and take a moment and say, hey, you know what, this pressure is actually a privilege. I, I kind of looked at it from a, a, a different angle, started to feel more um, blessed, like I said, humbled, honored even. And um, it really made me feel a lot lighter. What a powerful mindset shift from being flattened by pressure, which I think probably everybody felt at some point last year to swiveling on it and acknowledging, yes, there's pressure. And frankly, this is what I wanted. I wanted to have impact and viewing it as an advantage and a benefit and a blessing, as you say, love that. Let's, let's fast forward to this year. So now we're solid, solidly into 2021. What are the best silver linings that have stuck with you from last year? And I'd love to hear about your thought process for the days ahead. Yeah. So I think that I have, I always considered myself, I thought one of my superpowers even was that I am someone who moves really quickly and I can do things. Uh, I, I'm good at finding uh, efficiency in everything that I do. And I think I got to supercharge my superpower last year. So I'm feeling like unstoppable in, in doing that now. I, I am really also um, feeling really excited about, you know, now that things are starting to open up again, um, my family, most of my, 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 the elders in my family and myself and my husband were able to get vaccinated. So we're feeling more optimistic that we can kind of branch out. I know that I learned so many lessons about prioritization and positioning myself even differently with, with, with leaders, which I hadn't really had I think in my career, as much of an opportunity to do in the past, uh, having had that kind of exposure through these Teams meetings and these face-to-face -face through the computer meetings all the time, I feel like I've gained a lot of confidence. And so I, I definitely plan to make the most of that this year. And uh, on the family front, I think having had the chance 
to observe my children and their learning journey. I mean, from going from four to five is, I, I mean, I think every year is, 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 is big, but you know, four to five is like, man, you talk about the, like just learning how to read really well, having had the chance to really, really participate in that every day over the past year, I'm so excited to see my children excel and actually get to go to first grade in the classroom. I can't wait for that. I can hear it in the tone of your voice. It seems like as a principal, you have just viewed all of these challenges as an opportunity to improve, create value, and have a bigger impact on others. That is true. That is truly what I've, I've tried to do. And I'm really proud of myself for what I've been able to accomplish in, in this year uh, that we've, we've all just gone through. You know, the unfortunate thing is that I did lose several family members to COVID-19. Mm. And it happens in really rapid succession. And I'll tell you, you know, once you get on the other side of the grief, I really started to think about what, how can I make the most of this? How can I make the most of not just this moment, but the rest of my life? Because time is valuable and it is, it is, it's always moving. And so I just, I think this year has been really uh, life changing for many people, myself included. And that was one of the key lessons that I took away from the year. One that was very difficult, but at the same time, one that taught me a lot about being grateful. Well, I am sorry for those losses. I'm sure many can relate to that. And those losses do hammer at home. We live here in the now. This has been a delightful discussion. Cynthia, thanks for sharing your insights and your mindset. You are a total impact player. Thank you for helping everybody understand that you're actually totally unlimited and the value of a mind shift. Cynthia Bodison, thank you.